like you said, we tend to go either full on or full off. It gives us the opportunity to maintain a healthy level of either or, because we can't just function at like high intensity all the time. I'm Jo Chan Yan. And I'm Donna He, and we are two brand designers who met on Instagram and now we are great friends. We can't get enough about nurturing your brand and your mindset when it comes to building a conscious vision-led business. We love honest conversations and digging deep into the things that contribute to your path in making a positive impact in the world. Hello and welcome to the Brand Journey Podcast. So today, Donna He and I are really talking about energetic cycles and how to actually move in alignment with your seasonal energy. And the reason why we want to talk about this is because the topic of feeling overwhelmed in our business tends to come up quite often. And this was definitely one of the things that I wished I knew earlier before embarking on my life as a business owner and before understanding the energetics of business and how to actually apply it to my daily systems and how I planned my day, I would actually find myself swinging between the high highs and the low lows. I would push myself too much and end up burning out, which often really took me about a few months, I would say, before I actually felt like myself again. And I would also find it really difficult to know where my energy would actually end up the following week, whether I would feel really motivated or whether I would feel like I actually needed to rest. And that made it really difficult to plan out things like launches um, and projects or days where I would actually do workshops. It wasn't actually really fun because it left me feeling pretty erratic and scattered energetically. And I felt like I was always running from one thing to the other. So it ended up really affecting how consistent I was able to be when it came to moving towards my goals and actually doing the things that I knew I needed to do in my business because I felt like I was at the beck and core of my energy swings. So Donahue and I are talking today all about how we respect the ebb and flow of our energy and its cyclical seasons. This can be really invaluable for helping us find flow, clarity, and productivity when it comes to work and help us actually avoid the burnout as well. So in this podcast episode, some of the things that we'll be talking about is the importance of moving with the seasonal cycles in our business and how that actually helps us avoid overwhelm and avoid blocking out our days with too many things to do, how to actually leverage our seasonal cycles. So spring, summer, autumn, and winter. And it's not the seasons that we are actually moving towards. You'll find out that it's actually the cyclical nature of our body's seasons, which is slightly different, and how we can actually leverage that for productivity. We also talk about the biggest mistake that business owners make energetically when it comes to their business. And you also learn how to work with your cycles and how to choose the best ones for you and your business as well. The other things that I would love to actually touch on a little bit is the Ayurvedic cycles and how we can actually use 
the concept of Dhyanakarya, which is the Ayurvedic daily cycle, to guide you throughout your day and what activities you actually should be doing or could be doing to really leverage the Ayurvedic phase and the energetic characteristics of that during your day to flow with your energy. So please join us in this wonderful and lovely discussion into energy is something that I'm so passionate to share and I hope you get a lot out of it as well. Throughout a month, we may experience the highs and lows of our energy coming through into almost like a seasonal cycle. So we'll go through these weeks where we feel like we're getting so much stuff done and it has almost that summer energy. There's like a quickness, there's an ease to the rate at which we're creating things, there's an implementation. And then there's also weeks where we'll go through a quieter autumn where we start to refine some of the projects, where we start to complete the projects. And then we move through a winter, which may feel very slow and stagnant. It's almost like a very good time for us to take stock of what's not working and releasing the things that aren't working in our business. And then we'll move through into spring, which has this fresh energy of starting new projects or new ideas coming back into life. So that's what I mean about moving energetically and seasonally through a month and through your weeks in your business. When I'm very conscious and aware of which season I'm in, I'm able to leverage the energy of that season to my advantage. And really, it's about listening to my body and knowing what it really needs in those weeks to support it. So as an example, for women entrepreneurs, we may be going through a menstrual cycle. And I know that during the weeks where I am menstruating, this is a winter week. So in these weeks, I really feel very low energy things move a lot slower. I find it difficult to pep myself up energetically. I can be very insular in how I want to be. Like I, I want to kind of turn inwards. So it's very introspective. Um, and so in these weeks, I really need to reduce a lot of the commitments that I might have actually planned for a summer week or a spring week. Uh, so generally, this means me being very selective about the meetings that I do and not going out as much, making sure that I'm cooking a lot of home-based meals and really looking after myself in terms of sleep and getting my sleep cycle back on track. But when I'm moving into summer, then I feel this like vibrant energy of being able to step back into my business and go full throttle on some of those projects. And I know that I can actually during these weeks, maybe work longer hours and energetically, I would be able to hold that. Since moving in this way, I've noticed these big shifts come through my business that just feel so much more natural and so much more aligned to how I would flow through my business. Yeah, I do notice there's definitely some weeks where I feel, especially I think in the last few weeks when we were talking about this a little bit of mm. how I just felt very energetic, which is a little bit odd because of the weather right now. For me, it affects me quite a bit. Yes. So I felt very energetic. And part of it is just that I've been in such a nice, ha have had a nice momentum of 
um, sort of being in my business and working in my business. So I'm excited about it. Whereas right before that started happening, I was feeling the opposite. I was feeling mm-hmm. very slow and um, almost burnt out in mm-hmm. a way. Not quite burnt out, but just felt very, just very tired. I, I don't feel it or haven't paid attention from a weekly perspective, but more on a day-to-day perspective, which brings me to my question for you, which is how do you plan ahead for, let's say, a highly energetic week or a low energy week when you don't know how you're going to feel then? The things that I know are going to require the most energy for me typically are meetings. I actually block out my weeks as much as possible. So for a winter week, I actually have it blocked out in my calendar. And I know that I'll have a winter week because my I track my period and I know that it's fairly stable. So I actually have every week written out in my calendar so that it just gives me a reminder of the energy that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the winter week, I don't actually have that much planned in because I've blocked out all these big blocks of time where I know I'll have the ability to rest a bit more. I'll still take the occasional meeting um, as necessary, but typically I try and push a lot of those other meetings into other weeks. Have you ever experienced a week where you you had planned for, let's say, a winter week where you actually have more energy than you expected? Definitely, as you were saying, like seasonally, that can really affect us as well. So when it's summer in Australia or when it's spring in Australia, I typically get a heightened sense of summer when I'm moving through a summer week. And if I'm going through winter, I'll get a heightened sense of winter when I'm moving through a menstruation week as well. So it almost doubles the energy. It is very much a observation of what your body's going through. It's also depending on how much exercise, how much sleep, how much stress, what foods you're eating. So there's so many things that can actually affect your energy. Overall, when we're planning our weeks, it's just good to think about like all of the things that we're actually putting into our bodies, that we're putting into our environment and where mm. we're working, how we're sleeping, the lifestyle aspect of it and how it's actually supporting us energetically. And if we're conscious of that and we're planning things in that way, then you're able to be a lot more in tune and there's a little bit more stability in how you're moving oh through the weeks. Because I know that when I was not conscious about my eating habits, not conscious about sleep and not conscious about exercising, I would feel a lot more fluctuations throughout my day and even my weeks and my months. And it was almost this feeling of not knowing what energy I'm going to be in the next day or the next few weeks. So now I feel like the more that I'm able to create these rituals of consciousness in my day it's really provided a very strong foundation and then the ups and downs are a lot more stable what we typically find is that people will go between summer and winter business owners typically love the work but we also (laughs) crash and burn after exerting ourselves a bit too much so we almost lean in to our summer seasons a lot more than we should and then that means 
our winter seasons actually take a lot longer because we need more time to recover. My tip on that is really honoring the spring and the autumn, honoring the gentleness and the easiness of those seasons and making time for spring and autumn, not just for summer and winter. I love that approach because like you said, we tend to go either full on or full off. It gives us the opportunity to maintain a healthy level of either or because we can't just function at like high intensity all the time Mm. so if we're not even paying attention we're just like go 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 eventually we burn out and then we we crash and then it's hard for us to jump back on it and then it the cycle starts all over again yes I like this idea of being uh aware so that you have almost like a nice flow yeah a a nice flow exactly rather than having these like you, you were saying this spikes of highs and lows that really affect the momentum that we have. So now that we know a little bit about how to use our energetic cycles to guide us seasonally through our weeks and our months, I would love to switch the conversation over to understanding what we can actually do during the day. So when it comes to the day, I typically, instead of going through the four seasons, I go through it an Ayurvedic cycle. It's just because I found that that's what works for me. And different cycles will work for different people. So some people will use the phases of the moon to help them move through things energetically. Um, For me, I use Ayurveda, which is really looking at how your doshas, so there's three specific doshas in Ayurveda, and each dosha represents characteristics of a particular type of energy in the morning that morning energy between 2 to 6 a.m that's your vata time this beautiful sense of airiness and lightness gentle exercise meditation is really helpful so that's why they actually encourage people to wake up before 6 a.m and then from 6 a.m to 10 a.m you'll actually move through Kapha, which is a slower, more unctuous energy. It's almost really grounding and foundational and stable. So that's when you want to have a light breakfast. You want to have light tasks as well. So admin or something that's a little bit easier for you to get into your day is really great between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. And then Pitha is when the sun is strongest. It's in at noon in the sky. So it's like directly above us. And that's when we want to start strategizing. That's when we want to really dial up the intensity of the work. So that's really great if we're having meetings. Anything that's going to require a lot of energy is great to do during the period between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. And it's also when our intestinal fire is the strongest. So we're going to digest a lot better. So they recommend that we eat a bigger meal and then the cycle repeats. So it's vata, kapha, pitta, vata, kapha, pitta. So vata again starts the cycle from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Going so you start slowing down after. Start slowing down and you start doing more. So it's very creative. This energy of vata is really creative. So it's a great time to do some creative tasks as well. But it's also good to slow things down with something like yoga or go for a walk. 
And then as you're moving into the evening from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., you're going through kapha again. Again, it's that sort of stable energy of, of really grounding down, relaxing with your family, relaxing with friends, doing something that's really easy and grounding is really beneficial. And then you're going into pita for like your evening. So this is a great time to go to sleep because once your energy is inverted, there is like a sense of wanting to think and overthink. You should be going to bed before 10 p.m. so that you're skipping almost that pita energy of like activity. Uh, yeah. Right? So that's why like night owls like to come yeah. through at two, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. They're really active because their pita energy is really strong. I was gonna. I was just going to ask about that. How do you fit that in with people that feel so energetic later? So that mm-hmm. makes sense. Do you answer yeah. the question before I even ask? Yeah, I think now I'm more um, conscious of it than it, I was before. Before I wouldn't give myself the chance to slow down if I didn't feel. If I felt exhausted, I would push through it. I wouldn't give myself the chance to step back and just rest because I felt guilty I felt guilty about um like I'm supposed there's this expectation like because it's during the day because it's two o'clock I'm supposed to be working so but now I know that I will be better off if I if my body is telling me something I need to listen to it and like and do that because it's going to be for my benefit to do that rather than to push through because in the end usually I'm pushing through and I end up either tired or exhausted. I have my CEO days on Fridays. And yeah. sometimes, like if I've had a really heavy week, sometimes I don't even have that CEO day. I just take that day off to just rest and go out and just be out in nature. I like having that flexibility to be able to just adjust depending on how I'm feeling, like my energy levels just in general. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And I think even though I follow Ayurveda for most of the time, I would say absolutely for most people, it's really beneficial to always check in with what's happening within your body because yeah. we could rigidly be following all these different cycles and what is recommended without really listening to what we actually need in the moment. So, yeah, I think that's so, so important to do as well. That takes us to the end of another episode of the Brand Journey podcast. If you loved this episode and got some valuable insight from it, make sure you hit the subscribe button and follow us over on Instagram at the Brand Journey to keep up to date with our newest episodes. And you know what would be absolutely amazing? If you left us a review so we can support more business owners like you on their journey for crafting a conscious and visionary brand. Thank you so much for listening and see you next time.